Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, registered dietitian, picky eating specialist, and mama of two. You're listening to the Nutrition for Littles podcast, aimed at helping you raise healthy, independent eaters. Each week, we will tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby led weaning, and so much more. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is coming at you from my car. That's right. I am in my car right now, parked, of course. You're welcome. So I'm sorry if the sound is a little funky. I'm literally recording in a church parking lot. (laughs) I am heading out to go over to my BFF Brooks house. She's also a dietitian. We actually have a podcast together called The Mama Well. Um, So if you're not already subscribed over there, uh, definitely go check that out. I'll make sure to link it in the description box below. But we are having a free class tonight for moms. And if you're listening to this, the class was last or this last Monday. Um, The replay link, actually, I'll leave it in the description box as well. Um, if you want to watch the replay, because I do think it's going to be really important, valuable information for moms. So if you want to, I will leave it there for you. But that being said, I got a little, I don't know, excited to share some information. And I just thought I would pop on really quick and record a podcast episode because the truth of the matter is I'm so passionate about helping your little ones eat healthy foods and get over picky eating. But The reason why I'm passionate about that isn't just because like picky eating sucks and it's the worst, but because what I see is that picky eating is the fracture, like the initial fracture in our trust and relationship with our own body. So when we were little, if we were picky eaters or if we had parents who demanded, bribed, begged, pleaded, all those things around food, that was likely our first introduction to pressure around food but it didn't stop when we were kids, right? A lot of times we experienced pressure as little kids being told how much broccoli we had to eat, finish our plate, be part of the clean clean plate club, all those things, just to then grow up, go to college and, you know, especially in college, but all around us be forced with messages of what we should eat, what we shouldn't eat, superfoods, <laughs> unhealthy foods, healthy foods, different diets, you know, eating these foods and not those foods, cutting out whole food groups, eating at certain times of the day. This is all just a different form of pressure around the table. Now, this is more for adults and this idea of dieting. So I'm actually really passionate about teaching moms how to be healthy without dieting. And part of that is because it changed my life, completely changed my life on how I viewed my health and what I viewed a healthy lifestyle to be. For a long time, a healthy lifestyle, in my opinion, was buying certain foods, eating certain foods, eating, you know, not a lot, I would say, (laughs) eating less and moving more, being really active, but trying to survive off of as little food as I possibly could, weighing a certain amount, being within a certain weight range, which I don't even know if I ever hit, honestly, but a lot of that kind of shaped my early 20s. And over time, especially as I became a mom, I just started to realize that there is another way to fuel yourself. And that's working with your body, not against it. So I was constantly trying to tell myself like, oh, I feel hungry, but no, you can't eat right now. You just ate or you can't eat right now. We're about to go to bed or you can't eat right now because you just did a workout. And if you eat, you're going to ruin it. Right. And I spent a lot of years in that mindset cycle. And once I started realizing like, oh, hunger is a gift. It's a blessing. It's a it's a communication from my body to say, hey, I need food fuel me so that 
I can keep up with the kids so that I can show up at work well, so that my mood can be balanced and stabilized, so that my metabolism can actually work and break down the food that I'm eating and absorb the food that I'm eating. Now, what I'm talking about here is what's called intuitive eating. And being an intuitive eater means we are just that, intuitive, intuitive with our body. See, every person's body is different. And that's why there is no one set or one size fits all diet. That's why if you follow something and I follow something and you and I both move our bodies the same and eat the same foods and do all the same things the exact same ways, our body is still going to look different. Our body is still going to have different signals, different hormones, different communications to us, letting us know what it needs and what someone else's body needs. That's why some of us love running and some of us hate running. That's why some of us, you know, are early risers and some of us sleep in. And that's why some of us enjoy foods like cilantro and broccoli, which actually has different genetic markers for people who like it versus don't like it. It's all different. And so instead of trying to reach externally for someone else to tell us what and how much to eat, we can actually look inward and we know Our body actually knows how much it needs to eat. And through really trial and error and trying new things and tuning into our bodies and getting curious of how we respond, it will also tell us what we need to be eating. And specifically in balanced, how we feel and how we're able to show up in our life based on how we fuel ourselves. Now, this might sound familiar because this is one of my hands down top tips for picky eaters is to follow what's called the division of responsibility, meaning that yes, we provide on the plate what they're going to be exposed to, but they decide if they eat that food and how much. It really doesn't change a whole lot from when you're an adult. You're just, you know, obviously in more control, but a lot of times moms or people seem to think that they can't control themselves around certain foods. And I would say the opposite is actually true, that when we control ourselves around food, that is the very thing that leads to loss of control, meaning that the more tightly we try to hold on to what and how much we eat, and the more tightly we try to um, follow a certain meal plan or diet or tracking app, the worse things are, not only biologically and internally, but also mentally. We know that, right? We're like, oh, we can't have that food in the house. It's dangerous to me. I can't control myself around it. I won't stop eating. And a lot of times those are the words spoken by people who are already dieting or trying to control their intake. And the reason why that is, is because this kicks us into what we call the restrict binge cycle. So what we restrict, we will binge on. That's why you oftentimes don't hear people binging on salads or binging on broccoli. That's because those foods are typically allowed in most diets. But when you're on a diet or you're restricting foods or you're cutting back on certain food groups, those are typically the foods you end up craving. Maybe not right away, but over time. And we all tend to think it's like this idea of willpower when in reality, it's biology. Our biology needs carbs, proteins, fats. Is there a way to choose those foods to serve us well? Absolutely. Make us feel empowered right? So that is really important. And it's important for us as moms to nourish ourselves, to take care of our own health. And what I like to kind of say to moms and remind them of is that picky eating is important to get rid of, right? It's important. That's why I'm here is to say, hey, not only can we get our little ones to eat new foods and try new things, but how can we also set them up for a life 
long success path towards being a healthy, happy, and independent or intuitive eater. How do we set that up? That's oftentimes why you might hear me say things like, yeah, I I don't really care about broccoli today. I care about broccoli for life. Meaning that the amount of broccoli that they'll eat today because we told them to take a few bites versus letting them experience what broccoli can do for them will change dramatically how much broccoli they eat in their entire life. And and research backs, backs this up. This is why it's so important to let them lead and let them listen to their own body. Now, when do you think that changes? Because a lot of times as parents, we can get on board with that. Like typically you'll come to a class of mine, you listen to this podcast, you follow me on Instagram. A lot of times you get to the point where you're like, yeah, I can see that. I can totally see how I shouldn't be telling them how much or, you know, which foods to eat, how much of that they should be coming to these conclusions on their own. In fact, letting them lead and taking out the pressure oftentimes leads to more adventurous eating. We see this with a lot of the testimonials I might share with Table Talk. No pressure techniques work. It opens up their horizons. They start to eat more foods. That's why people like Lola and her family, she says her daughter went from having a very small list of likes and loves of foods that she would eat to over 100. She's lost count. It's because taking away pressure increases the ability for our little ones to like and love new foods and learn to like those foods. Now, we can get on board with that, but for whatever reason, we can't apply that to ourselves very easily. But the truth of the matter is, it's the same principle applied. So even as kids uh, don't respond well to pressure, and in fact, they start to rebel against it and push up against it, they're human just like we are. They're just like us, which means that if we start adding pressure, tracking our calories, tracking our points, counting things up, you know, looking at the clock, letting someone else decide when, what, how much, what foods, what foods we are or aren't allowed to eat, making lists of food rolls to keep. When we add that, that pressure is too much for us to bear. And it's actually the very thing that's holding us back to finding long-term sustainable health. This is actually the reason why you might go on diet after diet after diet and feel like you just keep failing and failing and failing, or it gets harder and harder and harder. And so I want to introduce you to intuitive eating, which is what we teach over at the Mama Well. It's essentially... We don't use the words very often because a lot of people don't really know what that means, but it's essentially going in partnership with your body and saying, what do you actually need? What does my body need to thrive? Not just survive, thrive. What is it that I can start nourishing myself with that doesn't feel like I'm holding on for dear life and just barely surviving, but actually makes me feel good and makes me want to show up to my life and makes me want to move my body and get active and get on the floor with my kids and keep up with their energy and get good sleep and and actually have all the things that diets typically promise to us. This isn't as sexy as diets because it's not a, you know, 30-day fix or two-week fix or 10-day fix or even three-day fix. This is a lifelong journey, but it starts with unlearning a lot of the damage that was done to us or told to us or lied to to us that we've held on to and created rules around. We have to unlearn that and get back to the basics of listening to our body, of tuning in, of hearing the cues that our body maybe has stifled or silenced over time. I recently shared on my Instagram a long list of symptoms that used to happen to me when I was in the full throes of the dieting mentality of restricting, of trying to eat less and move more. Things like being cold all the time, being so tired that coffee didn't even touch it, waking up not hungry and feeling like I didn't get hungry until noon-ish, 11 to 1 to 2 even, 
feeling. Like after the kids went to bed and the house got quiet, I would just eat myself silly and couldn't really feel like I was in control. Or I would go to bed and just say, if I go to bed now, I won't eat. Like that was my whole reason of going to bed early. Or maybe it's even this feeling of um, discomfort in my own body. Like I don't like the way that my body looks or feels or how much space I take up in the world or feeling like just the the next diet is the one that's going to like fit perfectly into the puzzle and everything's going to change. This is what led me there. And I know 98% of you agreed and said, hey, this sounds really familiar. And there's more on that list. There's a lot more. And I just want to let you know that if this is you, there is a way for you to learn how to work with your body instead of against it. It's actually everything we teach inside the Mumble Accelerator, which the doors are open right now. So I want to invite you, if this sounds like something you could use, if you could use getting back to the basics, cutting everything out that you've learned, maybe from a well-meaning parent, maybe from your grandma or your aunt, or from a thousand sources that we get hit with every single day, if you need help unlearning the unhelpful stuff, the stuff that's holding you back and relearning the principles that actually propel you forward. It might feel hard at first, but over time, you have the information to make the right decision for you and your unique body to find long and sustainable health without dieting, without counting, without tracking, without cutting out your favorite foods, but truly living your life in a healthy way consistently. It's not on or off, black or white, on the wagon or off the wagon. It's living your life alongside all these healthy choices and really creating healthy and sustainable habits that do not add more to your plate. In fact, they oftentimes take things off your plate and roll over and spill over onto our kids. And I think a lot of times what we hear from grads and from members is that they were first introduced to dieting by their mom. Their mom, their grandma, their aunt, their dad said something that made them want to go on a diet. It's close family. Sometimes it's a friend, you know, sometimes it's a TV show or something online, of course, and I'm sure that's even becoming more and more rampant. But a lot of moms that we work with say, my mom brought me to my first weigh-in. My mom introduced me to this way of life, to this diet, to that diet. She invites me on the new diet she's starting. And I always feel guilty saying no, or I always jump on the wagon with her, right? This is very, very common. So I do want you to take a second and ask yourself, what would your life look like now if back then, when you were a kid, your mom spoke kindly about her body and about yours? What if she didn't invite you to the meeting? What if she embraced her body, accepted it, fully showed up, got in the swimsuit, got in the pool, played on the floor, lifted you up and had fun in her then body instead of focusing on always trying to shrink it? What would it look like if your mom would have modeled eating all the foods that the family ate and didn't skip breakfast or had a slim fast instead of lunch? What would your life today look like if your mom had been that lighthouse to you, that light that you could look to and say, that's what a healthy lifestyle looks like. That's what balance looks like. That's what taking care of your mental and physical health looks like, not up and down and huge spikes and huge valleys and on and off and black and white, but consistent, consistent and curious and trying new things and learning and giving yourself grace and compassion and 
showing up with your family? What would that look like? And is that something you'd like to do for your children? Because they're watching. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they're watching. And although they're listening, they don't always listen as well as they watch. So the best thing we can do is set that example. So if this is you and you're ready to try something new, and it is new, this is not a diet. We are not going to tell you what to eat. However, we will teach you nutrition. There's actually a complete gentle nutrition mini course completely for free available to you if you enroll in the Mama Will Accelerator, which is really cool because it literally teaches you the basics of nutrition. No fluff, no scams, no crap in there. It's truly the stuff you need to know about human existence. And then you get to hold it up to your values and your priorities and your unique health and your unique body and decide what works for you and what doesn't. And use that lens of curiosity to see if it works for you. And then go from there. You slowly stack on these habits and I'll tell you what, it it starts off slower. So diets, we always say, <laughs> diets starts off quick and easy, but they get harder and harder over time and there's slower and slower progress down the road. Intuitive eating, this new way of doing things, not dieting, but listening to your body starts off hard and kind of slow if I'm being honest with you but it gets easier over time and it gets faster. And all of a sudden you will look back and you're going to look back and go, oh my gosh, I have come so far. I feel confident in my body. I feel confident in my food decisions. I know that I'm nourishing myself well and I can see a difference in the way that I show up with my family, my moods, my energy, all of that has changed. I know how to take care of myself well. I know how to reset when things start to feel like the wheels are about to come off. I know how to tune into my body in every single moment and ask what I need, why I need it, and how to give it to myself. And eventually this speeds up and it becomes easier and easier and easier. And you go faster and faster and faster. And here's the thing, Brooke and I spent years trying to figure this out on our own. This is actually why we built a community around it. Why we knew this had to be like a group coaching setting, a group intimate setting of moms who are all struggling with the same thing is you go faster together. You do because you learn from each other. You hear from each other. They point out things in you or in themselves that resonate with you. We're all going through the same experience. And so when we get to share, it goes faster. And we built the Mama Accelerator to be the thing that we wish we had at the beginning of this journey so that we could get there faster. And it's not a final destination. But getting to that kind of what we call the thrive stage so much faster together. And that's why we created it. Not only that, but then, of course, there's learning modules that you can do on your own time and you have forever, forever access to as well. And that's where you're going to learn like the meat of everything. And then weekly for the 30 day accelerator program, you'll meet with us in this group setting and we'll walk through some things together and we'll take a look at how we were raised and what our thoughts and beliefs are around food and our body and what we can do instead, and how we can replace those thoughts, and how we can move forward on this journey, and really make some big momentum, not just for us, but also future generations after us. All right, so I'm going to put all the information down in the show notes below. You can link it all up. You can DM me if you have any questions. I'd love for you to save time and make sure it's a good fit. You can DM us over on the Mama Well on Instagram as well. Um, It's just a little slower (laughs) in the DMs there, so I know I'll be able to get to you a little bit faster, Um, but I hope this helped you in some sort of way. And I hope, I hope you know that your health doesn't have to come last and that there is a way for you to get healthy without 
crazy restriction or going on another diet or trying to eat less and move more, which is essentially trying to say that you're going to drive your car further on less gas. So you are worthy. You are fully worthy right now of working on your health. And I hope you do it, whether it's with us or not. I hope you take this as a sign to read the book Intuitive Eating to start going in this direction. And, you know, we have resources for you as well. Um, if you need any help with this, starting with the podcast, The Mama Well. Start there. It's such a great free resource to get started. So subscribe over there as well. But thanks so much for tuning in. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope it changed your perspective a little bit about not just picky eating and narrowing in on this very small, you know, focus, but really kind of broadening out and saying, okay, picky eating, eating is important because of all these reasons that we've talked about. So thanks for tuning in and I hope to see you in the Mumble Accelerator, but either way, I will see you next week right here. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review, which also helps other mamas like you find this podcast too. You can find more from me on Instagram at Nutrition for Littles. Do you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast? Email me at alyssa at nutritionforlittles.com. All right, until next time, mamas.